Greetings, and welcome to the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. I love the power glove. It's so bad. No! I feel the need. The need for speed. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Look I what you did, you little jerk. Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. You are next. And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Welcome in to another Save by Nostalgia podcast. I'm Noel Groniger alongside Clint Schweitzer. And Clint, if you ever need to rent a dad or have an actor uh, pretend to be someone for you, just go to the Max and hire James. Yes, that's right, everybody. Today's episode is Rent-A-Pop, our first introductions to the struggling actor James and Zach's dad, Derek Morris, who is a busy computer salesman. But is he busy for his own family, Clint? Apparently so, because um, Zach is uh, making poor grades, and he's going to have to get those up if he wants to go on the ski trip. Uh, it seems kind of random just throwing in like a ski trip. They live in Southern California, like a sophomore class of kids, or what are they? They're just going to be whisked away to Colorado or something in the middle of a school year. I know it's saved by the bell. That's why we love it. <laughs> and the problem is they don't have any money to go on the trip. Anyway, Zach doesn't want to have to sell his parents house again. And uh, yeah, like you said, we have a new waiter. He kind of replaces uh, Max at the max and his name's James. Uh, he's played by Mark Blankenfield. Uh, you might remember him from Dracula, Dead and Loving It, and also Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yep, you're right. I didn't either. Um, <laughs> he's been over the top, but I kind of like there being another authority, you know, adult figure that kind of befriends the kids. And uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, Zach wants to have a carnival, but Screech just says, I'll just sell my body to science. And uh, it's kind of funny to me. They're, they're like, uh, in these episodes, they're always like trying to tell Belding, you know, what they want to do, trying to present these ideas to Belding. It's always complicated. And he says, we want to have a cardinal to raise money. And Belding just says, go ahead, do it. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> Off they I go. Know, like, for this, like, we talked a little bit about, uh, I mean, you mentioned James in this episode. We talked a little bit about in a previous episode about kind of losing Ed Alonzo, losing Max, losing that other kind of uh, adult figure that they can go to uh, for some fun and for some advice in between, whether uh, so it doesn't have to be a parent, a teacher, Mr. Belding all the time. Uh, so it is kind of nice to have James there in that role. Uh, also the class ski trip, I wasn't understand like, okay, we have this class ski trip coming up. Everybody get ready for, it. Oh, wait, we don't have money. Like the school doesn't have money. The kids don't have money. I was a little confused. I think it meant the school, but then why would you have announced a class ski trip, but we don't have money for it. But Zach comes up for a carnival for the school idea. Mr. Belding likes it. Uh, at the beginning, Zach is complimenting Mr. Belding and Mr. Belding says, Zach, you're not a matador. So take the bowl outside a, a <laughs> nice kind of hidden line that I really liked. I love their lines back and forth. They always have an amazing back and forth. Dennis Haskins is so vastly underrated as an actor. I love him and everything he does on this show. I just got to be honest. And um, <clears throat> then we meet Zach's father because Zach is failing. So not only is there no money, but Zach's failing and probably won't be able to go on this trip anyway. So Mr. Belding wants to meet Zach's father. And Zach's like, well, my mom always handles this stuff uh, because my dad is a financial father that doesn't give a crap about really anything. <laughs> He's played by John Sandifer. He's a computer salesman, like you mentioned. He's a businessman, always on his phone, which is kind of funny. Uh, he's too busy to really talk to Zach, and he's clearly, like I said, just a financial father that keeps, uh, you know, keeps the money coming in, the gravy train coming. And when it comes to actually interacting, he's not interested. 
Yeah, he's he's out on all of the, the interacting with the family dinners, picnics, uh, uh, any extracurricular things that Zach has going on. Basketball, like he's out. He's got deals to close, food to put on the table, nice things to buy. Uh, when we first meet him, he's on his phone doing business, uh, talking to a client about giving him some tickets to a Lakers game. Says the seats are so close, Magic Johnson's going to have to dribble around him just to score. I, I kind of like that line. Uh, even though he is kind of a, a distant parent, uh, not really there, uh, unplugged, if you will, uh, from the uh, family unit. It's kind of just Zach and his mom. Uh, catch his catch can, as they will, uh, Derek Morris's love and affection. Well, now we have a, a dream sequence involved, which uh, Zach is worried about being grounded for life. Um, if this uh, grade situation holds up and uh, it's, it's a 75 years later, he's been grounded in his room. He's an old man. The rest of the game come in dressed. Uh, you know, they're, they're now older as well. 75 years have passed. They're going to a concert, the old men on the block. And uh, <laughs> Zach can't go. Cause he's still grounded. It was a weird, I, I don't like dream episodes. We talk about this every time, but this one kind of fell flat for me. I just, Oh, couldn't... this one was horrendous. Yeah. For me. I couldn't stand there. Just, the old voices that they were trying to do and Kelly and Slater now together. And after 60, I got frisky. <laughs> I just couldn't like, even that is making me cringe just doing that right now. So I apologize to everyone else that I made cringe doing that. I am very sorry. I hope you accept this apology. There will be a formal one in your email. Please check it later. Yeah. I don't accept any kind of apology for that. That was horrible. Um, well, this funny kind of little thing happens like after the dream, uh, sequence Zach just sort of like snaps out of it and just hops out of his window and <laughs> just off into the night like <laughs> my sister used to do like in high school just jump out of the window and down the tree and never seen again <laughs> Zach just sneaks out of his house and he meets Screech at the max for like a little late night adventure apparently uh, James is there uh, he's rehearsing for his acting class and agrees to help Zach with these problems my question is like how did this come up did they have that really conversation like hey could you pretend to be my dad and then I'm going to have you pretend to be Mr. Belding and it's all going to work seamlessly. Like to me, this is way too complicated. Like I give up. I'm not going to even approach this. He, cause he tells Zach, you know, James says, Oh, I'd let you go if you were my son. Oh, well, here we go. The shenanigans ensue. Yeah. And it looks like Zach maybe stole his father's suit to give to James because we see Derek Morris enter at the beginning. We see James in Mr. Belding's office, uh, portraying Derek Morris and it looks like the exact same suit, kind of maybe like a tweed sort of suit. I'm not, I'm not a suit aficionado. I'm not sure on that, but it's, same, it's that same kind of uh, fabric and the gray suit. I don't know if James asked for it. Like, I must get into character. You must bring me your father's actual suit. Uh, it was very strange. Uh, James is overacting here, talking about uh, how he's going to give Zach just two months with the toughest tutor, no ski trip. He, and But he's so harsh that Mr. Belding uh, starts defending Zach. And like, no, he can go on the school trip. Zach's a good kid. You're being too hard here. Uh, Zach's looking at him. At one point, he calls Zach Zachariah. And Zach's just like giving him the evil eye. Like, what are you doing? This is horrible. I, I regret this. You're overacting. And, and Belding had a funny line in there where he says something like, well, this is just high school. It's not like they're going to use any of this once they get out of here. It's just <laughs> yeah, like you, that, yeah. you did a 180 like he's got Zach in there and disciplining him over these grades and he just doesn't care. Very strange. I, I It was very odd that that happened. It was, but we're off to carnival time. Slater's fixing the dunk tank uh, and Jesse's trying to, she's got the ball. She's like, oh, interesting. And uh, he says, well, you're a girl, so you couldn't hit it anyway. Why don't you just hire a man to do it? 
And then uh, she dunks him and says, I hope pigs can swim because we don't have enough Jesse feminists sticking up for the female kind in here. And we got it in. We got it in. We had to. Well, we have a kissing booth starring Lisa. Uh, and she's only charging $1 for a kiss. She changes the sign, of course, to 1000 when the nerds come up. And Slater is having an arm wrestling contest. He is defeated by Ronald Geekman when uh, they realize that Slater just pinning everybody is not going to make him any money. So Slater starts letting him kind of play around a little bit. And Jesse slams his hand down and Ronald Geekman has done it. He's beaten Slater. You're not so tough. <laughs> oh, you did the line. I'm glad it's a great line. It, it goes down in the pantheon of great lines and say by the bell. It's an unappreciated line. One, maybe not a lot of people go to, but it's one I go to a lot uh, for Ronald Geekman, a strong line. Um, yeah, I mean, we go to kind of Mr. Belding's office. We go there a lot. We're going back and forth between James pretending to be Mr. Belding, pretending to be Derek Morris. It's kind of convoluted. There's a lot in there. Uh, when he's playing Mr. Belding and, uh, Zach's father's in, hello, I'm Dick Belding. And he's, uh, Derek Morris is uh, a computer salesman. So he's going over saying, uh, talking about his computer and hey i sell these and i like how james touches the phone has no idea what he's talking about and uh he realizes he's talking about the computer and he's like ah oh, yes yes and of course derek morris just not worried about zach's grades or anything uh if he's failing if he's doing well just that i can get you a better lease on this mr belding uh obviously going straight to the business side uh just kind of not caring about zach's school or academic or scholarly uh, career there well, um, the two are going to finally become head-to-head -head because there's a dunk tank, and Mr. Belding is uh, sitting up there on the ledge. Uh, Derek Morris, the real Derek Morris, makes his way into the carnival, and Slater yells at him, hey, throw a few balls. And uh, he misses the first two, but after Belding uh, heckles him and asks if he went to a boys' or girls' college, he sinks Belding, and uh, their true identities are revealed. Well, Zach's you know, frantically trying to continue to sink Belding so the two don't reveal each other's identities. Kind of funny there. I like that. You talked about the situation and the scheme kind of being convoluted, but it all comes to a head right here, and they learn uh, that they're true identities, and um, Zach's out of luck. He's uh, The jig is up. It is. I, I actually have that in here. The jig is up. I put that in my notes. <laughs> uh, Mr. Belding has, says, what's your name, Fireballer? And uh, he says... You're not his father. I'm the principal. I know his father. You're not the principal. I met the principal. And as you said, the jig is up. And Derek uh, comes into Zach's room. We've shifted uh, scenes and says that the ski trip is off. And he wonders why Zach didn't tell him. And he gets a call. He's on the phone. And uh, Zach's just like, this is what happened to us. You're always on that dang phone. This is business. It's important, he says. Like I, I This is how I support you guys. And Zach has to call him on the phone. Is this the only way I can get through to you? And his dad's like, no. And it, it just struck me like that he could just cannot get through to his father for anything. He's got to call his dad on the phone, schedule an appointment uh, for them to sit down and have any sort of serious conversation. It's, yeah, it's definitely a, a deeper issue at stake. The bond between father and son there clearly isn't there in Zach's world. This is the first time that we've you know, met Derek Morris and kind of getting some background information on that. And it's funny that Zach's heckling, you know, his dad for being on his phone too much when it's funny. Now it'd be the opposite every single time and times a hundred, a kid being on their phone all the time and the adults asking him to put it away. That's sort of the world I live in. We're teachers. We get it right. Um, this is kind of what happens and, um, good stuff though. Um, eventually Derek realizes that, you know what, this has uh, gone too far 
And after a couple phone calls uh, trying to seal a deal, he says, you know what? Tell him I can't make it. I've got to take my son fishing this weekend. And uh, Zach's well, clearly... remember to bring your books, won't you? Yeah, oh, you got like... Dad. You got kind of the breakfast club moment where it's like, let's go fishing this weekend. What about my homework? You can do it on the boat. So yeah, <laughs> Zach's got to bring the books, get those grades up, but they're going fishing. Probably a great uh, time for them. And I like the way it ends. Uh, very good bonding moment for them. And you just hope that the relationship certainly uh, improves as, as it goes along here, which it clearly does. Because by the next time we see Derek Morris, which is drinking and driving, it's obviously more of a disciplinarian then. And they're very close by then. So Yeah, they have gotten closer. You, you feel like this was kind of a learning lesson, kind of a, a fork in the road, and Derek has chosen the road, uh, in, the fork in the road to his family and uh, being more connected and there for them and uh, kind of uh, putting his business second in his life and his family first is uh, where before it was definitely uh, the reverse of that. But I really like this episode. I mean, we it's get to fun. see, as you look at it in some episodes, you're like, there's just not much going on here. You're like, in other episodes, you're like, okay, there's a good bit of going on here. This one, there may be too much going on here for me. Um, I, I like the episode. You got James, but you got James playing Derek. Uh, you got James playing Mr. Belding. You're going back and forth. You got this carnival. Uh, they're trying to raise money for the ski trip, which you kind of forget about. Uh, James is this actor. He's going back and forth between roles. Uh, the, Mr. Belding and Derek Morris finally meet. Uh, you're wondering just kind of what all's going on. There's maybe too much going on, but I, it is, it's better than not enough going on. Uh, so this is an episode I really like. I like the Derek Morris character, the James character. Uh, so this one holds up for me. I like it. I'd give it, uh, uh maybe a B, uh, as far as an episode, not one of the strongest ones, but I like it. I like it. It's fun. I like establishing the relationship between, um, Zach and his dad, uh, the gang and James, we will see James later on in the SAT episode and, uh, gives it another, you know, another figure for them to, you know, to kind of play off of them. And I, we don't see him enough. I'd like to have seen James, uh, more to be honest, but yeah, nice little ribbon on a nice little episode here. Season two is humming along. We're going to keep it up. We got, we got Miss Bayside. We got Jesse's song coming up. We're going to be finishing out, uh, season two here in just a few days. So Man, this has been great. Uh, jumping back on the wagon, we're going to be uh, blistering through Say by the Bell. We got some great guests coming up. Mark Clayman, who played Moose, is going to be coming on with us. Eddie Garcia, who played Johnny Dakota. We've got uh, Peter Engel, executive producer, going to be talking about Jesse's song with us coming right up. Guys, great stuff here. If you like what we're doing, hit the subscribe button on uh, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Um, leave us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, we just hope you're enjoying everything that we're doing. We've got a lot of big things coming up. From movies, TV shows, it doesn't just end with Saved by the Bell. We're going to keep this going on into the stratosphere because that's what we do. We live in the wonder years. We never really grew up past 10 years old, and anyone that knows us will tell you that. And if you <laughs> feel the same way, hit us up on SaveByNostalgia.Weebly.com. Thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you with our next episode, Miss Bayside. <laughs>